Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Second to last time doing this. Here we go. Remember how? Uh, yes. Okay. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 200, I mean, does it even matter? Just say... For June 9th. Ju- just say 299. Just for the, just for the OCD crowd. I like it. Round up. <laughs> I like it. For June 9th, 2021, this week's top Patreon supporters are... Wait, hold on a second. I don't even know if it's fair to do that because we've gotten a bunch since last week. Uh, I'm just going to read about, up this list. How about then, how about this week's top supporters are awesome? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's what I'm going to leave it. And I'm going to read out everybody next week. Right. Ex- that's what I'm going to yeah. do. I think that's the right way to do it. And of course, Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that just as a transition. I don't know how to do this thing any other way. <laughs> we can't move forward. No, 291 of these and uh, yeah, the, the flow changes. It's like we don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't like change, okay? Oh, this is a bad week for you. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bad week for me. Um, I have a box of Kleenex here, so I'm I'm prepared. I have a Barbara Streisand album, so I was just going to play that in the background softly. Memories. (laughs) Yeah, okay, here we go. (laughs) That's what we should have called the episode. Uh, We we can still change it. There's no rules. There's no rules. Call it Yentl. No rules. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's what what I meant. I meant we should call it Yentl. Exactly. Mental Yentl. It's it's like it connected dots, right? It's like Yentl starring Barbara Streisand, who sung the song um, "Memories," and who's married to James Brolin, whose son is awesome actor, and probably knows Kevin Bacon. Probably. Um, wow. How many? How many? Like average on average, how many IQ points do you think you just lost? Because I think I lost <laughs> about twenty four to twenty six. Well, I've I've got him to spare, so it's okay. Oh, <laughs> that was the correct answer, by the way. If anyone's taking notes, that was the correct answer. You're welcome. Uh. Actually, I've been trying to lose some so I could fit in with the rest of you two. Here we go. Um, what are we probably working on? Bill Lutz. You got a lot to Nothing. say. I know you do. Nothing. Seriously. That's it. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. I, the the pressure that I have felt for so very long to try and come up with anything at all to say doesn't exist anymore. I'm not working on anything. I open my. You I, could I did have said laundry. nothing the whole time. There was no reason laundry. to vamp. Yeah, I know. Well, I did laundry this week. Okay. All right. You could have said that the whole time. By the way, there was no. You know, there was no pressure to actually make stuff uh, up. No, don't, don't, don't try and act like oh, you're all innocent now. I, I know the stares, the evil looks, the text messages with death threats on it from you, Phil. Come on now. That wasn't for me. That was Tim. But second of all, that was not <laughs> what those looks were about. How fun would it be if um, I, I, I love documentaries, but I really love mockumentaries. And maybe that could be the yeah. future. We could do a mockumentary of the making of Reclaimed Audio podcast and create characters of us as being these like, just hating each other like tyrants. Oh, yeah, you know what would be, be even better? Is to, to get other makers to play us. Oh, that would be fun. That would be interesting. Or, or how about, um, well, it could be makers, or we could actually just go right to Hollywood, because I think that's the kind of numbers we're talking about here. Like what Hollywood oh, actor? Yeah. I mean, obviously, yes. obviously it would be the dude, um, Jeff Bridges. 
for, for yeah. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's playing Big you, Lebowski. Not me. Yeah, but who's... got to play Bill. Yeah, no, who's playing you? We got Bill figured out. Oh, who's, who's play playing you? me? I think, What's I his think name? it's obvious. Ryan Gosling, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Gosling. I was going to say Thomas Middleditch for me. Um, I was also thinking the guy who plays Shaggy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't oh, need Matthew as well. Lillard. He didn't need Matthew as well Lillard. as me, though. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I could see Matthew Lillard playing you. Yeah, yeah. Close totally. to my age, I guess, but... Phil, make some calls. <laughs> on it. On it. Also, Tim, tell us what you're working on. I'm working on a screenplay for this mockumentary. That we're gonna... <laughs> 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 uh, you know, guitars and stuff. Making guitars. And, um... Yeah, fin- I just finished one up today. Um, this like little mini acoustic, and I'm like I'm trying to get better at, and that that's kind of in my future. Um, I wanted I want to do more with acoustic instruments, which are you know, there's a different set of skills and a different uh, you know, there's different things. I don't want to say they're harder, um, but there's they there's more steps involved, and there's more that can go wrong, and you know, they're they're a little more fragile i guess which you know I'm yeah more, a little I'm, more delicate definitely right and i'm like a bull in a china shop so that's like a good way to sort of hone my skills in um but it also like i just like as i picture the future of my guitar truck because the stage is just not like big so i i see it as being like a great you know as i use it as a venue for being great for like acoustic duos and you know smaller acoustic bands and stuff i'm like well it'd make more sense if i had a bunch of acoustic guitars in the truck you know mm. um for that so you know it's just kind of like my you know the, the sort of next reinvention of the business is to try and get more into that so how about you go folk i like the i like the iterative way you sort of develop your process you're like sort of like yeah actually you should probably be more like this i know i'll make this i just i just i just love the way that works i think it's awesome um thanks played flag football last night oh Enjoyed that. I saw posts about that. That's that's exciting for me to think of you running around playing football. Don't you mean soccer? I mean that as a compliment. I mean that as a compliment. Okay, I will take it. Uh, it's American football played with flags I, and four downs for the field. I understand what flag football is, and I used to I play telling, actual I was football telling Tim. In, in high school. Yeah, I know what you know. So the, the yeah. thought of you running around playing football, whether it's flag or not, I can see that. You, you, you probably, you're probably a good offender. The word dominate comes up a lot in <laughs> reference to me. Well, I mean, with the, those little hips that you have, the way you can probably maneuver those flags in and out of the from getting yanked on. You playing with children? So how? Well, how is this? Well, how old are the kids? <laughs> you playing so against kids? It's all grownups. It's four on four. So we have a quarterback and three. No, so there's a permanent. So that it's basically it's an organized league. Or not league, it's an organized program, let's say. There's a permanent oh. quarterback, and there's a ref. So the quarterback floats between oh. the, the four and four, and so it's it's basically four receivers and four defenders. Gotcha. So it's kind of like oh. when, when Maddie was young in her first softball league, the coach pitched the ball. Kind of like that. Like... Yeah, making yeah, reference to yeah. young girls and Phil playing football. I like yeah, it. that's exactly mm-hmm. what I'm doing. It's just it's yeah. like a feel good moment right now. So, <laughs> thank well, you. isn't that super? Isn't all right, that, I, I, in that all special. bless your heart. In all seriously, uh, Phil, how do mm. you feel? Because that's I know you play hockey, but I can imagine you're probably moving around a little bit more. Um, it's not more. It's just it's not the same muscles. Yeah, no, hockey are always <laughs> like, right, right, right. 
Yeah, yeah. hockey is vi- like is very fast, but they're totally different muscles. I've I've right. never I've never played football before, like other than throwing the ball around, you know, on the street. But like running and and all that stuff. So these are you know you're using your for lack of a better word, groin and like and your yep. and not your glutes, your quads a lot. Whereas yeah. in hockey, you really use the side of your uh, the inside of your thighs. Anyways, so the first week, I was dead. Like I mean, <laughs> dead. The second week, also dead. The third week felt pretty good, and last night it felt great. So like really, like getting back into shape is, I mean, you see it very quickly. You know, it, it's uh, it's a pretty great thing actually. So just honestly, to be out with like guys and playing sports and uh, being out of the house for the really. You know, just hanging out with guys after, I don't know, whatever. I miss the locker room. I miss hockey. I miss sports. Football's fun. It's not hockey, but it's fun. And uh, and just to be out there, it's been like 16 months. We're finally going, like, they're de-escalating a lot right, of the right. COVID measures here. So mm. we're opening up. Restaurants are open again. You're allowed to dine indoors. The kids don't have to wear masks in school anymore. So it's like we're really doing very well COVID-wise. I think we're like 75% of the population has their first dose. I'm getting mine next month. My second one, I mean, next month. So, mm-hmm. really fast tracking it. So it, it's amazing. Uh, so that was that's one part of the recovery that's been terrific. Um, I cleaned up uh, like the final parts of the garage, moved them into what I'm calling uh, the furnace shop, and uh, and and so now I have to sort of organize that because there's stuff on the wall, stuff everywhere, really. Um, I got some rubber mats because it's a concrete floor, like a rough concrete floor in the furnace room. So now I've got like four giant, those like real rubber pads. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like normally they'd be stair treads, but they're probably two by three foot pads and I've got four of them. So it's a good, it's going to cover a good amount of the workspace. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Uh, That's important, man. I tell you what, like I have them all of my, if I could do my shop again, if I could pull everything out, I would wall to wall that place. Yeah. With those mats and, and then put everything back in, you know. They're good. Uh, and the last maker-related thing I did was uh, we <laughs> – game four of the Montreal Canadiens Winnipeg Jets sweep. Uh, I had the projector outside again, and uh, this time I sort of – I really fit it properly. And so I cut one of the legs down so so half of the A-frame would f- fit on top of the step in the and then I clamped it. Anyways, it was much better this time. Got to use my pull saw. Got to use a clamp. Uh, very excited. Uh, we're moving on to the next series, which will either be against uh, Vegas or Colorado, yet to be seen. But uh, feels like 93 if anybody's a Montreal Canadiens fan. Feels like 93. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 93. You know what I mean? It's last time that was we won. a good year. Yeah, yeah. Good year for my youngest brother to be born. They really um, had legs back then. Hey, that's a sports analogy. Good for you. Good for you. Um... Yeah, so that's um, that's what I've been up to. Whatever, fine, sure. Uh, do you want to <laughs> do you want to go through the the weekly uh, the iTunes reviews and the weekly tip segment, or do you want to do the topic first? What do you want to do? I think probably the review thing. No. Uh, well, we were gonna save all of our. Oh right, right, right. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Right. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, this is our next to last episode of our podcast. And uh, we asked last week. We announced it, and we asked everybody to please write in because our very last episode, we're going to just be basically reading and making fun of all your comments and your reviews on iTunes. Um, so we've had some very nice letters written in. We have a whole bunch of reviews that are coming that we're going to read, and we've also had some audio some recordings, voice sent memos, voice yeah. memos. So yeah. um, 
we're not going to actually record our final episode next week. We're going to put it off a week because I'm going away for a week and it'll just be easier. And it also gives you another week to get onto iTunes and write a review or send us a letter at info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or make a little voice memo recording on your phone and email that to info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. And uh, for that final episode, we're going to read everybody's names off the Patreon list and read all of these things out and make fun of you and uh, watch, watch Bill tear up. Yeah. I might. I might. Yeah. Well, you will. Bill is much like a pineapple. Um, oh, very prickly tell. on the outside, but quite sweet on the inside. That's not where I was going with that. Yeah, that's. I know. This thing was, what, I know. Inedible core? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that is, I mean, likely true. I wouldn't yeah. know. Um, do you want to do the tip jar thing? I'm terrible at it, apparently. The, the, oh, did did we not do that? Um, oh, so so the other thing is is so there's all these you know we've had this long running uh, show here and we have all this infrastructure in place and so one of the things we have is our Patreon which has been what has made this this possible for the past almost six years um, and we're shutting the well we're not going to shut the Patreon down but we're going to stop using it. the way it works is every time we publish an, an episode the patrons get charged um, and so we invited people last week for all the people that have always kind of thought about it and never wanted to to say if you want to join our Patreon now. Now, after this one's aired and you're hearing this, you're only going to get billed one time. Yeah, it's a one-time shot. So if if you want to say thank you by leaving Phil a tip to help him get to the core of the pineapple, I don't know, not that. <laughs> if uh, so, just as, a, just as a thank you, I just think. as a thank you, for, you know, we would appreciate that to to help us, uh, you know, close up shop. It's um, Patreon.com/slash/reclaimedaudio, and uh, you can go there and just just join, and uh, you can go back and listen to all the old. Um, uh, pre-shows that are there if you want and uh, and just say thank you and we would appreciate that so and, and I, I, I you like also get your name read right in the last those. episode yeah I'd, I'd like to say thank you to all those who have done that I know and, it's been um, amazing yeah. I don't, it's I don't yeah it's it's yeah. been very generous I don't want to say any uh, amounts some very large mm. uh, but I would say that all of you can I think you should outdo each other I, I would not be Satisfied if my favorite podcast that ever existed is going off the air with a bang and I knew that everybody else was being generous and I was just all nancy pansy uh, with like a dollar or something. I'm just saying, people, suck it up. <laughs> You'll yes, feel better well about said. yourself if you're not the, <laughs> you're not the smallest right, donor. I'm, I'm only doing this for your well-being. You know, I, I want you all to feel good about it. You can walk down the street and say, yeah, you know what? I bought Tim Sway a new hat. He needed a new hat. They're like $8. Can't do that with a dollar, but eight bucks? We'll buy Tim a new hat. <laughs> well done, Bill. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. That was, that was compelling, yeah. I think. Um, so I guess, I guess no tips either? Tips will be next week? Um, you know what, geez? I felt like I had one that I never got to. Hang on. Where's my, my list? Um, yeah. We'll I had, come back to that. You find it, or I else ha- you. I had I, here's here are the tips I have. Let I had one that came up in my head, but I didn't write it down. I can't remember right now. But I, here are the three quick tips I have written down that I never got to because we had all these amazing tips that were sent in to us from listeners. So uh, here are three mediocre tips. Yeah, exactly. They weren't they weren't worth interrupting <laughs> the flow. So <laughs> first one is um, when I'm using my laser. Like the la- if you if you have a laser, the laser has like a kind of a metal grid to it, and um, 
if you know, you got to put stuff down, you need like a fence or whatever. I used to put magnets on it because it was metal, but then the magnets would slide and stuff. And I discovered I could just take five sixteenths inch bolts and just drop them into the honeycomb metal of the laser, and then that would become my fence. So I'd put like you know for like a square, I put two on the left and then two on the bottom, right? And then I just snug them up mm. and it and it sits still. And that way, because I was cutting all those guinea pig tanks like you know hundreds of sheets, you know, a day, and so that way I could just drop the sheet and push it against these bolts and have a, a fence. And that was the easiest way to make a fence in a laser. So that's a very small tip for a very small segment of the population. Next one, Can I, I have elaborate even, on that, please. Um, don't be afraid. I have. I have in the past, when I've needed to make a lot of cuts on the table saw, I've used my table saw fence on one side, and then I've just taped down a 2 by 4 or a piece of plywood or something for a, for a temporary fence on the other side. Mm. So you go through, you make the one cut on the one side to get your square, then you flip it over, and you got the other fence with your square side to make the actual cut. So if you're cutting a lot of mm. the same thing, you know what I mean? So you got a fence on either side, yeah. one gets you square, the other one gets you the... the how wide you want the piece boom 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 back and forth instead of doing all your square cuts and then readjusting your fence to get your actual how wide you want it you know what i mean six years that might be the best tip yeah that's a good one <laughs> jeez hold out much yeah. at, least, at least we snuck yeah, that I, in i i gotta get people to want to you know feel that we're worth their time and effort yeah, I think you're really selling uh, Podcast Galactica, or what do we call that? Uh, uh, Battlestar Podcastica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, last one? Uh, I, t- uh, two. This one is for an even smaller amount of people. Um, but so part of the guinea pig tank thing was I had to wrap them, and I, I just went to – I didn't buy shrink wrap because shrink wrap is, is expensive. Instead, I went to, you know, one of those clubs, you know what I mean? I don't want to buzz market anybody, but like, you know, one of those membership clubs and I bought the giant roll of plastic wrap, you know, okay. um, like the restaurant size roll of plastic wrap. And so I used yeah. that to, to shrink wrap the, the, all the parts of the cardboard guinea pig tanks, but I was doing this in the winter and it was cold in my shop. And so that stuff never sticks good if it's cold. And years ago I had a job in like a deli and we had this like little metal heated bar that would, you would cut the plastic wrap on. And then there's this little metal heated tray that you would like push it down and just shrink wrap it like on the meat packages and stuff. So remembering that I used my wood burning stove um, to just sort of, so I put the, fold the, the plastic wrap over and I just hold it over the wood burning stove for a second and it would shrink right up. Right. Huh. So that's just like an, an easy way to work with plastic wrap in the cold. But I don't have a wood-burning stove in my shop, so fear not. Next time I was doing that, and it was still a little too cold for the, the plastic wrap to stick good, but it was too hot to have my wood-burning stove on, so I have a broken coffee maker in my shop that I just plugged in and turned on and used the little circular heat pad, you know, the heated part of the coffee maker um, to do it. So you could use, like, an iron or anything like that, too, and just sort of help that give you, like, a more professional look with your uh, plastic wrapping. Hmm. I don't think that's such a small segment of people. That that's a good tip. I'm going to remember that. Oh, okay, great. And then Forever. We are, we are we just saved the best for last, literally. Well, yeah, we have one more. I think I have one more, and this was from in February. Oh, this, this is this is very again a limited, not very limited, but for, this requires you to live in a place where it snows and it has to be snowing or have recently snowed. But um, when Jeff Shaw uh, from Narwhal Labs, one of our longtime Patreon supporters. Uh, was at my shop helping me do this sort of micarta thing with um, like an epoxy pour, like a um, like micarta, you know? Um, yep. He, yeah, yeah, in carta. Yeah, he grabbed a bucket of snow 
and then he mixed the epoxy up and he kept it in the snow. It was like a, not a double boiler, but a double cooler to help slow down the process of the epoxy uh, curing. Right, because so, it's exothermic. Right. right. So, I mean, so a bucket of ice or something would work too, but uh, it was just very, so a very it New England. it from hardening too fast? Right, right, because it, it, it heats up and cures. is like heat's kind of involved in the process. So if you keep it cool, it's going to slow down the curing process. So if you're in a warm environment, you might want to you could keep it. But then you also got to be very careful not to get water into the epoxy because that'll just mess it all up. It won't work right. So that's where the right. snow was nice because it's not going to, it's not like putting it in a water bath. You know, you could put cold water or something, but then you might splash and, you know. First a bucket all, in a bucket. Yeah, it's yeah, bucket in a bucket. Double, double cooler instead of a double boiler. Right. First of all, I love Jeff Shaw. Uh, I just want to make that very clear. Uh, hmm. Second of all, this is a strange concept to me because I was under the impression. See, when I mix, when I mix uh, skills and abilities to cut hammer, uh, 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 right, mm-hmm. and something like science with a, 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 a chemical reaction, I wouldn't realize that because I would think no matter what temperature it is, that chemical reaction is going to happen regardless. Well, that's because you live in California. (laughs) So if you ever use a can of spray paint when it's 35 degrees out, you'll know that things work differently when it's cold. (laughs) It does, but I'm just saying it's like a five-minute epoxy is a five-minute epoxy. You can't slow it down. No, not in the cold. Not in the cold. Yeah. Not in the cold. Five-minute epoxy doesn't even work in the cold. I never thought of it that way, that the actual, because I know the chemical reaction happens, you get heat. The heat Mm. is what causes it to start to harden. And if the, the little bit left in my little stirring cup that I always have, I always like to remember to go touch it like 10 minutes later because it's still hot and hard as a rock. You know what I mean? Mm. Anyway, yeah. so Let's it just didn't dawn on okay? me that you can right. slow that okay. process down. All right. <laughs> yeah, so just go outside and get some snow, Bill. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Here we go. So I guess we're going to do the topic now. And the topic is, uh, what do we say? Looking back and looking forward? Looking back, moving forward. Looking back, moving forward. Great way to trip and fall on your butt. Yep. Now I got to be careful about that because I got some tender hips now. Yeah. Narrow, tender hips. (laughs) Not narrow, just tender. (laughs) I got some girth. Good for holding flags. Um, so what does that mean? I think what that means, uh, or what it means to me anyway, is I thought we could talk about maybe some of our favorite memories, um, recording this show and I guess what we're going to be doing post show after the show. Yeah. I thought it was interesting too. And I just sort of realized it now and I might've, I'm sure I said this on the podcast before. I know I've said it to you guys about how, like, I'm just the kind of person that like, I don't reminisce a lot. And so as soon as we're talking about doing a reminiscing show, I, I'm just not overly sentimental. I just, I'm always like so excited about the future that the past is just sort of the past, you know? And so as soon as you're like, let's just do a reminiscing show, I was like, well, let's talk about the future. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, I'll just, I'll do the best I can. <laughs> I just get, well, I just I get mean, so excited me, looking forward, you know? Yeah. For me, it's not so much like reminiscing, like a very specific memory um, mm. because we've had, a billion of them over the last six years. Um, looking back just to, to all the different, I think we might've said this last week. I can't believe the people who have guested on our show. I mean, mm. these are not 
little names in the maker community. You know what I mean? And that that just blows me away. It's like I I've rubbed shoulders. Well, in in some cases, I've actually rubbed shoulders in person, but uh, most but we have uh, internetally <laughs> rubbed shoulders with so many amazing people, uh, and that that I'm gonna remember forever. You know? Yeah. So for me, it's I guess it's a little bit different, right? Uh, because I was doing so much traveling as we were doing the show. So oh, there's you're like right. Parts of my life that are attached to the show, but also the locations where I did them. Mm. So I think. One like I don't know if it was my favorite, but certainly one of the most memorable ones was I was traveling in. I want to say like northern Ontario, although northern Ontario is kind of like a V and it borders on Minnesota and Wisconsin. So when we got to this town where we were supposed to stay, there were no hotels left, so we had to cross the border into the states and stay in. I remember this. <laughs> oh, I can't remember where it was, but it Niagara was Falls. No, it was International Falls. International Falls is either Minnesota or Wisconsin. I can't remember. I think it was Minnesota. And uh, and the hotel we had to stay in was called America's Best Value Inn. And it was a cinder block hotel. Like like the walls of the motel, I guess. But it was a hotel because it was multi-story. But anyway, let's say motel. Were cinder block. And like the blanket was like just one of those very thin fleece blankets but i was just so exhausted it didn't matter but we had to do a podcast that night and sure enough the internet (laughs) was surprisingly awful um and so we tried for a good little while to get this recording going and i think i think you guys gave up on me and either went with paul jackman or we recorded another night but just like the image of me sitting at this tiny little desk in this tiny little room and then remembering later, just <laughs> huddling in this tiny little blanket uh, will stick with me uh, forever. And uh, that one was one of my more my more memorable ones. Um, I think, but I think the, my favorite all time traveling one was uh, was Hartford. Oh, absolutely. Tim and I got to do uh, mm. a recording in person. Yeah, on the same so that mic. That was cool. Like, right? When we even yeah the same yeah, mic, same audio yeah. track and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a ton of fun. So just like seeing like seeing like Tim like burst in through the door of this hotel where I was staying at and like basically having to reach up to give him a big hug, uh, like reaching up on my tippy toes. And uh, <laughs> and then I was like, so I guess you want to come back to my hotel room? And, uh, and he's like, yeah, all right. And then uh, and then we recorded a podcast. Here, family friendly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how we recorded the podcast. He just came back to my hotel room. Uh, but that one was that was fun. But it, leading up to that was kind of like, hey Tim, I'm going to be in Hartford. You want to come by? Sure. It's a two hour. What was it? A 45 minute drive or whatever. Yeah, and, no, yes. and Tim was just like, sure, okay. Yeah, and it was only about 40 minutes. It wasn't far at all. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, but you know, similarly, it um, though it wasn't necessarily podcast related. The um, uh, just reminded me of getting to see you in Burlington. Um, yeah, just hanging out for an hour and. You know, in uh, Burlington, yeah. and that was um, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I got to see like Maddie's dorm room and like, oh, yeah. uh, and so and hanging out with Gwen. Ugh, I love hanging out with Gwen. She's the best. Gwen's amazing. I, I I don't know about you, Phil, but I think if if any husband was luckier than Tim, I don't know who it might be. Well, it's definitely you. A thousand percent, it's you. If it's anybody, it's you. Like, oh, <laughs> I know your wife very well. You are extremely fortunate um, <laughs> that she chose you. 
Uh, yeah, no, it was, both your wives are terrific, and I always enjoy hanging out with them, which is probably weird to say out loud, but is, is true on a genuine, very nice level. I, I, I love them both, and they're, they're great. We always, uh, we have similar, well, actually, Casey and I have similar senses of humor. I think um, well, you hanging guys out with Gwen is age, always an exercise too. in shock value, all of my jokes that I tell her, because she's so wholesome. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Casey's not as wholesome we just we just we just click on that you know very uh similar sense of humor level um i'm gonna stop talking about your wives now um (laughs) oh finally (laughs) finally after six years yeah exactly well i mean on the show i'm gonna stop um but yeah i let me think if there's an obvious i mean of course making it like is just like probably the pinnacle pinnacle of memory of course doing like the episode on stage in front of an audience of people, but an audience of people made up of other makers that we admire and love and follow, and it was just—it was very much like the uh, the Academy Awards, right? Because it's an audience it's, of your peers, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. A, a lot of people that we had, we had knew online only and and met for right. the first time, and then we met a bunch of new people too that were like not necessarily active online in the community. They were more like uh, what do they call them, like like lurkers or whatever, you know. That then lurkers, developed the courage. Creepers, yeah. You know, to develop the courage to sort of come out and participate more, which I thought was really great. And um, I don't think he, he was at that, but I'd be remiss to not mention that we had the the venerable Andy Berkey on our podcast. Um, yes. And and I've had the opportunity to be through this and and stuff and these other types of events of meeting him in person. And he uh, continues to be like like one of the people like you two that I, I think about often. Um, you know, is is someone that that's just really changed my perspective on the world and and, and made things better. And as I think he has for a lot of people, I, 100%. I think the, the the Andy Berkey story too. Um, to break it down in a nutshell, here's a guy that's been a maker his whole life, pretty much, and he's a very uh, niche maker. Um, but regardless, he had almost given up, basically. And his story is, and I won't go into details. You ask him personally. And in fact, if you text him. He would love to talk to you about anything. But the story goes that he was pretty Here's much ready, his number. To, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he was ready to give up on ever having um, any any feeling good. It was just a job. It got to a point where just his making became a chore. He tried to pass on some of his skills and knowledge uh, to apprentices, and they just didn't get it, and they moved on. And he was he was just at a point where it's like, eh, I guess that, you know, such is life. You know, my there will be... He found the community, and um, the community has blossomed because of Andy Berkey. Mm-hmm. That, that's how I see it. The man has so much knowledge. The skills, he, I, I, he's definitely one of the guys you could say he has forgotten more about making than the three of us will ever know put together. You know I was just I mean? thinking he's that. Just his, yeah. his skill I can't set speak is beyond... for you guys, but I know that to be fact for me. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is <laughs> unreal. It's... If I had to assign him a made-up Bill Lutz term... It would be humility. Ooh, <laughs> humility. Definitely humility. Because he is, like, insanely humble. Like, it doesn't even make sense. But then just so full of ability. You know what I mean? So that's, like, humility. Oh, you know? look at you. Look at you. And right. and he can hum. I feel like that should be the name of the episode right there. I don't know if that's... It would have been humility. a good one back when we were looking for names 10 episodes ago. Yeah, humility. humility. Yeah. I like it. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely one of my favorite members. I got the pleasure of meeting Andy um, in Illinois when I when I went out, and I remember 
we recorded. I was on my phone recording, but I got to drive down to, towards where he lives, and I met him and Jeff Radicek. Uh, one of the dads went with me, Dad Bob, and uh, yeah, that was a fun time. Then, of course, he's been to my house probably three or four times for maker fairs and whatnots over the years. So well, now you're not being humility anymore. Hmm. Uh, no, but Andy still is. So Andy still counts. Andy still yeah. counts. We'll round him up. Yeah. yeah. My, I another favorite one of mine is um, is I was going down to Greensboro, North Carolina, like two or three times a year because of the trade shows, and uh, and at one at one of them, like we recorded an episode for sure while I was there because I was there for at least seven or ten days. But uh, Izzy drove like twelve hours. He was on his way like cross country, and. Going, but he was going to South Carolina because that's where he was living at the time. But instead, he's like, "Yeah, I'll just I'll just swing by Green, Greensboro, you know, like it's a whole other state over. But I'll swing by." And we played pool for hours, like at this little <laughs> dive bar next to my hotel, and I had the best time. I had the best time. He's such a good guy, and we'd never met in person, spoken on the phone a few times, but obviously like the online stuff. But like. Just click, 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 click. We just had the best conversation, uh, and and obviously pounded a bunch of beers. But that was besides the point. Uh, it was just, I don't know. It was like meeting a meeting a movie star and then hanging out right? with him for three, four hours. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah, he's Guys, a pretty special dude. Yeah, yeah. He also holds the record, I believe, for guest hosting at three. We had a couple people do it twice, but Izzy's the only one that's done it three times, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, Jimmy did it twice. Well, I, my therapist and I have, have blocked out all memory of how many times Paul Jackman's been on, but he's up there too. Twice. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't... I can't... He's only twice? Because... I, believe, I believe Paul was only twice. Okay, well... Like I, like I said, it was, I mean, thousands of therapy hours, so I don't, I don't know. We had, we had very few that did two times. I'm in my safe space. I'm three. in my safe space. Stop talking ah, about la, him. La, 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 la. <laughs> Well, we did. Uh, yeah, no, Paul and I did one together on the same mic, like like with you, Phil. When we were in um, Pennsylvania at the Carolina Boots Factory, Paul and yep. I went oh, yeah. there together. And we made boots, and he came he came in and recorded an episode from there. I remember that. That was pretty cool too. Didn't he? Was he cover replacing once someone, or he was Phil guesting when he was gone? Uh, I think he was guesting, but I think he covered once for Phil, so he might be three times. But I don't know. Yeah, um, he oh, covered maybe. me like. He covered for me, I'm pretty sure, during that, uh, when I was in International Falls, Minnesconsin. Mm. Yeah, I know he did at least once because you were in some, some backwater part of the country that didn't have internet access. And then you used to have this whole uh, thing where you would, like, tether off of your your uh, your phone and record on yeah. your iPad. All this crazy. I had, like, six microphones and, like, this VHF antenna you'd stick out the window. All this weird yeah. stuff you used to do. Well, so when my company was paying, or when I was the company that I worked for was paying for my cell phone, yeah, tethered. Who cared? <laughs> but now that you I'm know, unemployed, I got to pay my own cell phone. <laughs> now, so. You know what I remember? Think back to the beginning, boys. Uh, the community was fairly new. We were new, and the Maritime Maker Show oh, was yeah. something that we all did. We all, yeah, we all ended up being on panels quite often. Um, yeah. it, what was neat about that because they'd have their special guest and then they call us all three of us or one or two of us and we'd be on the panel to talk to guests like Jimmy DeResta Matt yeah. DeResta Ask his brother John DeResta um, yeah. all, all these big men Carl Jacobson used to hang out on I mean it's like the Maritime Maker Show was a lot of fun and it gave us a chance to kind of shout out our podcast because it was so new at the time mm. 
Um, but what what a fun deal that was back in the day. Yeah, there used to be more of those, and I remember Russ Clarity had a show. I don't know if he still does. Um, I remember being on He's that yet. show. Uh, Russ still does. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, still a live YouTube Talking show. Talking, working with Russ or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, another nice show. He's still doing show, his. Yeah. yeah. Then, of course, Dave Gatton still got his, I believe. Right. Was, uh, Gatton, yep. Yep, I did one with him, yep. too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. So there's there's still, while this, this podcast is ending, there are, like like Bill mentioned last week, there's a couple new ones that have popped up. There's a couple that are still here. And, I mean, while, of course, we were always the best. Um, yeah, know, we're there. We're well, not yeah. leaving it I mean, the you, hole. You can't replace you know? the best, but yeah, you know. there, yeah, you could just listen to the syndicated episodes. Right, that'll be there forever. You know. Yeah, we yeah. got a back catalog. You don't have to listen to this new stuff. You could listen to our old back catalog. That's not going anywhere. Yeah, I would say s- start around episode ninety. Yeah, right. Because that's by then we had the sound sort of figured out, and but then no, but then you miss a lot of our good guests. So you might have to go all the way back and just suffer through some. No, of the hold on. We got our video. sound figured out well before ninety. That was yeah. already a year and a half in. I started doing the editing at one thirty something, so probably probably there is where you want to maybe start. When I started took it, what the? And what are you trying to say, Tim? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Was that out loud? Um, anyways, um, you know another thing you'll notice if you <laughs> it listen wasn't back out loud, to the, it was loud. <laughs> the um, the other thing I noticed when I, I was looking back at our stuff is we we used to have a different theme song, and we used to have your buddy Phil that did the intro for like our Who's first couple dozen. Someone, someone was. It was a man's voice. It was saying it was like someone you worked with was like reclaimed audio, or at the beginning. Was that Mike Laffey that did a voiceover for us? No, it was no, one of Phil's that? guys, like someone he worked with that just did it for him, or something like that. And then I think I got a Fiverr thing. Oh, was that what it was? Fiverr? Yeah, I didn't. Hey, 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 man, you're in accounting. You want to do a voiceover? I didn't do that. Uh, I thought that's what you did, but um. But so, okay, now I got to go listen. You could be right, but I don't. Because the idea was we didn't want it to be one of our voices. We wanted it to be right. A, and then we realized that we had the free labor and free child labor in Vance, and we might have had him do it yeah. when we redid it. That's we were actually too. so like Vance has been immortalized for the last yeah. six years. Like this is what he sounded like. And and six years there's ago, there's been a couple times yeah, he's that, a baritone like, now. Right, there's been yeah. a couple times we talked about redoing it. And uh, I'm just like, no, well, I don't. For no, a while, leave we, we'd ask cool. Laura Kampf. Remember, Laura was willing to do that for us. To oh, do yeah, our that would have been good. Oh, yeah, we wanted the accent with it. That would be cool. Yeah. Yep, Very yep. good. She yeah. agreed to do it. We just never made it happen. We never pinned it down. And then we just then we just threw Vance up as a temporary thing, and then we liked it. And so we just it stopped pushing there. Laura. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. tell you one thing. My next podcast, Laura's definitely doing it. Yeah. She on Fiverr? Cameo? Maybe she's on yeah. Cameo. And you can just, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll toss her five euros. Yeah. Make it worth her while. Just go, you go to Cameo and uh, just read the script, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You get one of the guys from Anchorman is up there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. The guy, um, he was in the office. His name was Packer. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. He's like, uh, he's like Michael's like best friend. Yeah. Todd I'm- Packer. Anyways, all right, never mind. I haven't watched enough of that show. Like I've, I've seen. I just, I haven't watched the whole thing. I don't know it. Sometimes we'll binge because it's on like TBS or something. Like it's just show after show. So we'll watch eight or nine episodes. But yeah, we don't. I, Did you ever I watch the? Good. Did you ever watch the British one? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it before I watched the American one. I don't know that the American one was out. No, yeah, it wasn't. I watched the British one. Yeah, the British one was first, and then they Americanized it a little yeah. bit, but. It was like as awkward as you think Michael Scott is in the American one. In the British one, it's like it's like 
painful cringe. Right. It's I, so funny. I saw a movie that they made that was based on that character. Uh, was it Ricky Gervais? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he does that awkward laugh, and everybody. Yeah, that's that's what I had heard. It was, it was like just like as they were making it, they're like, no one's gonna watch this. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then, but then people got it, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. who hasn't worked in an office at one point or time in their and life? And who doesn't know that one insufferable person that just doesn't know yeah. when to stop and that thinks they're funny? Totally. You know. Yeah. Well, you, you can't. You can't. Listen, you can't. You can't trust the British anyway. I mean, do you guys remember? Paul Revere didn't. Looking back, do you remember that the entire island of England dropped the ball because people don't know this, but we almost had a TV show, a reclaimed audio TV show, and they dropped the ball, and that was British people. They did that. Oh yeah, we never. Up. We never did talk about that on the air, but there was a. Uh, nope. Every once in a while, yeah, these talk of a Netflix show. That, um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember what net, network it was, but um, I don't think they even got it that far yet. But every once in a while, these TV people would contact me, and I've, I've had some other stuff, and I did one years ago or whatever. And then this one, um, uh, I she contacted me about some other idea, and I she was talking about basically she wanted to put people in a in a pickup truck they're they're british so they had this image of people in a pickup truck kind of like american pickers driving around and picking garbage with them making stuff from it and um and it was kind of a good idea and i was like oh i was like i got the perfect guys we do this podcast about it i was like why don't we could we could do it where we worked in the podcast as part of the show and have us actually mm-hmm. recording and kind of trash talking on the podcast or whatever and make it this sort of multimedia thing which i thought was a but, pretty good but, idea but but the three of us Driving across the country, I was going to take a leave of absence from work. The three of us driving across country, picking crap, then going back somewhere and each of us making something out of the stuff mm. we got or right. doing a collab. And then also um, filming the behind the scenes of recording each episode of the podcast on the show. Almost like... Um, yeah, almost like... It could almost even be like home improvement, right? Where there's like a show inside a show. It would be like the... The podcast yeah. inside the show, yeah, but more know. reality TV, and it right. would have been a smash hit. I mean, I'm just saying, it would have been a smash freaking hit. Well, I heard that and they got Pamela Anderson. What I heard they got Jeff Bridges, Thomas Middleditch, and uh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Matthew to do Lillard, it. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can say this: if those three show up in a TV show when they're driving around in a van, I'm calling a lawyer. I'm gonna be upset. I'll tell you that right now for free. <laughs> right. So so uh, all right. So, what so about, looking forward. Yeah. What about look looking forward? forward? What's what's yeah. what's what's in the cards for you, Phil? In the cards for me is um, uh, having one seventh of my my nights back, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and straightening up this shop and focusing on uh, on hand tool work as really very much a hobby. Um, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll make a video here and there. Um, you know, the kids are my full-time life. My job is more, my company is my full-time life, my wife. Uh, and this summer I'm just looking forward to th- sort of things easing back, you know, playing some football. I'd love to get back on the ice. Um, my two youngest are playing soccer. My oldest is playing, uh, is playing football also. I look forward to, um, him getting back on the ice, but he's going away to sleep. My Jake is eight years old, and he's going to sleepaway camp in 21 days, and I'm excited for him and scared to death for me. I'm saying terrified as a father. I'm yep. terrified. I'm so scared. First of all, 
I said to my wife, I said, he's the he's our easiest kid. Why are we sending him away? <laughs> Send the little one out. Let's take AJ. <laughs> let's take the four-year-old. Let's put him in the duffel bag. <laughs> by the time they figure out he's in there, I think by law they have to keep him for the month. <laughs> that was a no-go. But I think A for effort. What about you guys? Bill, what's next What's next in your adventure? Well, I, I've got some kind of exciting uh, future forecasts looking at. So I, uh, people probably remember I mentioned that Aspen's been here for the last little over a week now. Um, Aspen is my 19-year-old daughter and been spending a lot of time with her. I took some time off of work and been playing tour guide and just she's just kind of wanting to get away from... She lives in Utah with um, her family with her mom and dad and uh, all of her baby siblings um but she's looking forward to uh fledging the nest so to speak she asked to talk to casey and i about uh leaving utah and coming to live with us um, wow that's amazing so i'm extremely excited about that you know uh, her college was put on hold because of the covid uh she's been working like a part-time job it's just i think she just wants to try something new and um California for a young person would probably be a lot of fun. We've got a mm-hmm. solid base here, and she can come here and just relax for a little while and not have to worry about school or a job and see what she wants to do. So, Oh, so you said yes to her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you skipped that part. I don't know. Well, actually, yes, so we no, were at a restaurant when this came up, and um, and the first thing, of course, I said, absolutely not. Your ass is going back home. And on, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. no, of course I did. I started crying. And, and, and yeah, as I said, did your heart so jump up through your throat? Or <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much, pretty much. Yeah. So she's going to go back on Monday. She flies back Monday, next Monday, and um, she's going to tie up some loose ends. She wants to give, even though they're just uh, part-time jobs, she's got two, and she wants to give actual notice, which mm-hmm. I'm proud of her for wanting to do that. Uh, just tie up some loose ends, and then probably end of summer, um, I'll drive up and get all of her belongings, which according to her will fit in about three boxes in the back of my truck. And, uh, yeah, we'll bring her down I'll here. I'll the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> refrigerator boxes. Three refrigerator boxes. Three, three wardrobe boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So your truck in that yeah. one trailer, Dad, it'll be no problem. But, yeah, so I got yeah. the back bedroom. That is my part-time closet. Uh, I got to figure out how to combine all of my crap in the back bedroom into the master bedroom with all Casey's stuff. So that's going to be an adjustment. And then uh, get her. Well, there's some... a big room right behind you. Uh, the garage. I know. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about that too. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> we call this the table saw slash bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so that's so that's my future is is uh, getting to know my daughter a little better and and having her be here in California and watching her make some decisions about her life and see what she's you know wanting to do. I think that's wow. pretty amazing. I, yeah, yeah, I think it's awesome because she's, I mean, where she's living now is pretty rural, right? And so she's going to go. Not really. I mean, she's. Oh, okay. She lives, I, thought, I thought it was rural. She like lives about are. an hour south of Salt Lake City. So it's like the Bay Area in that it's, it's her town is Spanish Fork. And then right next to that is Springville. And right next to that is Provo. Right next to that is Sandy. And then you're in Salt Lake. So it's, it's all one big area. But Sprawl. yes, her town is yeah. 40,000 people maybe. Oh, okay. I, I I misunderstood. I thought because you guys were talking about you're firing automatic weapons. I thought that was out, like out in the backyard, <laughs> like you're out in the middle of nowhere. 
Well, no, but you can drive for half an hour and be on uh, BLM land, which you can you can go shooting. Oh, gotcha. So that's what you were doing, yeah. So in right. Connecticut, so you, you go can't. out in the, you go no out in the desert. <laughs> yeah, it's government land. As long as it's uh, as long as it's federal government land, and there are no actual restrictions, you can go. You can shoot your weapons out there. Interesting. So it's one of the oh. things I miss about Utah. California still, has the same thing. It's it's. California is the same thing, but it's just it's not as conveniently close. Like I would right. have to drive a, a good hour and a half, two hours to find land. One, you want to find someplace that's safe. You don't want to just go out. Hey, this looks like a nice campground. <laughs> I'll start <laughs> shooting at my pop cans. Yeah. But you got to find someplace that's safe, that's out of the way. You want you want to also be able to see if anybody comes driving up from somewhere. You got to, you yeah. know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so no, she doesn't live too rurally. Uh, she lives in a, in a small town and and you know small high school and. So she'll be leaving a lot of people, a lot of yeah, her regardless, only it, it's still like a huge culture shock, like to go yes. where you're living. Definitely. You know? Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, so. and for for a young person, like I mean, I I've always thought it was ridiculous that the the sort of way our society is set up that it expects people to know what they want to do with their lives at the age of eighteen or nineteen, and then dedicate all this time and resources and money to it. Like I just think that's nuts. <laughs> you know? So for you to give her a space to to figure out who she wants to be and step outside of that race, I think is a great opportunity for her. And to put her in this, like this cultural, I mean, maybe not Hayward, but I mean, San Francisco and, you know, this cultural epicenter, you know. Oh, yeah. Oakland. I'm still yeah, Oakland. Oakland, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I mean, everywhere, they call Hayward the heart of the bay because if if you drew a circle in, you know, in the square, it actually crosses through Hayward. So you can get to anywhere in the Bay Area from San Jose, where all the tech is, all mm. the way up to San Francisco, out into the valley, the wine country, uh, everywhere. Oakland, all, all these epicenters of what the Bay Area is. In fact, one of the things we did when she got here, Casey had a good idea. We went to AAA and got a map of the Bay Area. Mm. I mounted it to a cork board. I did make something. Holy holy Moses. Uh, <laughs> mounted the map to a cork board. So now every time we go somewhere, Aspen has some stick pins that she's putting on this map for every place she's oh, gone cute. in the Bay Area. Awesome. So That's awesome. It's fun stuff. Look at you. Yeah, this I is know. you. It's so exciting. Yeah. And what doth the future hold for Timothy? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if he knew that, he wouldn't be doing it. Right. Uh, I mean, I, you know, as much as like I, like I'm not overly sentimental, you know, and I'm always looking to the future, but the one thing I'm never doing is predicting it, you know, um, because if you told me 10 years ago that I'd be doing this for a living, you know, uh, I would have said you're nuts. If you told me seven years ago that my best friend would live in Canada and the other one would live in California and we would talk every week and people would listen, like, you know, I would have said you're nuts. Like all of this, like everything, everything is so unpredictable. Um, so yeah. to, for me to say like, well, this is what I think I'm going to be doing. I, I just, I don't even try anymore. I gave that up 20 years ago. Um, but I can tell you, you know, what I want to do. Um, and that is continue to grow, you know, as a, as a craftsman and as a maker, you know, um, I, I do want to continue to make content like YouTube and stuff. Cause I do have that weird sort of, I guess that narcissistic gene that makes me need to be a performer. You know, I mean, I spent my whole life performing in one way or another. Um, and so I, I will, there will be a void in, in me because this is a, you know, not only is it this, this social void that I'll have of, of not always, you know, spending time with other humans that are not my family and having these conversations. Um, mm. it, it, there is the entertainment aspect of it too, of the, of the sort of, you know, voice crying out in the wilderness and being heard side of it that 
that I'll I'll feel the the loss of that. Um, I love the podcast format uh, that we have, um, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think I want to do this again. Like if two other people were like, "Hey, you want to do a podcast and we'll talk about just guitar?" I don't think I would want to um, because I feel like 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 we said last week. I feel like we've done everything that I wanted to do and then some. Uh, we, yeah. we accomplished it. The the work is there. It'll be there forever. I'm proud of it. Most of it. A couple episodes, I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, as long as we keep paying SoundCloud, it'll be there. Right. You know, yeah. So, you, <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> oh, we got we to gotta pay him? But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm proud of that. Like, you know, we were joking about the Battlestar podcast. Like, like, I would love to do something like that if we could find a way to do it and where it made sense. Uh, and I'd love yeah. to do it with you. Or, you know, I've, I've had these ideas over the years of, um, of different types of podcasts that are just completely unrelated to anything I'm currently doing that I, I wouldn't mind pursuing. But um, to, to, to the idea, like, taking on some whole... I mean, I got like, these, all these websites you got to read off at the end of every episode. I got all these things going on. I got to stop, like, just doing every idea I have, I think. I don't know. Maybe, you know, focus on the ones that are already in play. <laughs> You have a there few. Was, um, you have a, a poker or two in the fire, Tim. Couple. The old irons, yeah. yeah. The um, uh, Jack Welch was the uh, was the CEO of GE, and he famously had this strategy where he would basically every year fire the uh, poorest performing ten percent of the employees, and and then fill those positions again with potentially better people Mm. so i i like to i like to do that not with people but with ideas with any projects that i'm working on just anything that's not working just buy um and and so you know i guess that's how you evolve right you sort of take on these mutations and whatever helps you adapt and thrive you continue on with it anything that doesn't you leave behind i'm not equating that to this podcast of course because it was very 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 successful successful beyond anything i could have ever hoped for uh, you know, we did it at the very beginning, and I and I was thinking that it would be, I don't know, fun, interesting. Honestly, I didn't even I didn't even think what it would turn into. I just knew that I, this is something I wanted to try, um, and uh, and I feel similarly to Tim. I I'm not saying I would never do another podcast because I might, um, but it would have to be something totally different, like completely different. Different format, uh, different topic, because I really do believe that what we have left behind, this legacy of encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge on how to reclaim wood uh, or anything, frankly, is is there and exists, and uh, and I think will serve humanity in the years to come. But I, I have I have nothing left to share on the topic. I, mm. I feel, and I think really that was. That's really the only reason why we're not doing this anymore is just because we really felt, or I specifically felt, like oh, I, I just had I, I nothing agree. left to contribute on that topic. Yeah. yeah. And, and as much as I, the people that are still listening enjoy our company and we enjoy theirs, um, yeah. it is just, it's just, you know, it's just done. It's, it's done. It's just yeah. time, yeah. I, I think one of the, the biggest things I'll miss, I think you both alluded to it a little bit, is the, um, especially for me, because I've been so busy with life that I haven't been making. I really haven't been. So my one little tether to the community has been this con- you know, this podcast. So I've at least been, and I think you said this a long time ago, Phil, us doing the podcast, we are making, we're making content. This is still content yeah. for the maker community. And I'll miss sure. that. I'll definitely miss that. But I, one, what it did teach me as well is 
I don't know if I'm going to want to make any more videos. Uh, it's a lot of work that I just don't, I don't want to do that. I like being mm. on this show because you guys do all the work. It's been <laughs> great. Um, and and I, I don't know that I wouldn't do another podcast if somebody came up with something or, or reached out or maybe even just, you know, to to pop in. on. I, I've gotten already a few offers to come, come play on a few podcasts for an episode or two. And I like that idea, but I don't know. It's just different. This is going to be... Uh, a definite void, a definite void, you know. I agree with you. I would like to say one thing. The three of us are not dying. We are not dead. We are not disappearing from the community. We are still around. We will oh, still yeah. be active. You know, we are still, uh, you definitely will be engaging with all of you like we do now. Frankly, I don't see that going away. It's not something that I really yeah. enjoy doing. I will continue to bug all of our Facebook groups when I do something wrong and mess up something at my house and need help fixing it so uh look forward to that but you know what it's now we're just going back to being fans of other people's stuff yep. and um and i look forward well, to that. continuing because i i've always yeah. been a fan of other people's stuff right so. that's what i meant i meant going back to just being fans of other people's what's stuff. weird yeah. is that people have been fans of ours that's mm. the weird no. part no, i still don't get used to that yeah that's weird that's weird <laughs> I actually have one or two local fans, and for me, that's just like mind blowing. So I, I don't know that I always thought that was really cool. Yeah, that that's weird having someone local that's like, oh yeah, I saw you late, you know, like in person. So it's like, oh yeah. Really? <laughs> I, I told it's you that. Cool though, you know what? It just it makes you feel good. I don't know. I told you that one time. I walked into a pizzeria to to pick up pizza, and there's some couple at the bar. Like, hey Tim, what you making today? And I, I was like, oh, you know, I'm working on this. And I look, and I'm like, like, wait, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and they they were like. Yeah, and then I was like, it was right around the time I had just done that TV show. So I'm like, oh, what, did you see my TV show? They're like, oh, you had a TV show? <laughs> you know? and, and they're like, That's no. We, when I was like, yeah, we watch it on YouTube. I just recognized your truck as you pulled in. <laughs> well, the, to be fair, the truck has your name on it. Right, right. You know, by design. You know what would be well, a great I got, I, got, I got some catching up to do with the, the stalking. Because, uh, you know, yeah. the easiest... The easiest way to stop Tim Sway was that truck. <laughs> now the truck's gone. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the stalking is not mandatory, right? Like, you could just go ahead and just continue living your life. No. I, that's silly talk. Come <laughs> okay, on. Okay. 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 I, Duh. I'm just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, you know what I'd like I to do with time the, on um, my hands now. What am I going to fill it up with? <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah. You got a 19-year-old that's going to keep you busy, so you'll have plenty of things to do. <laughs> that's, you know, more than a few people have said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's because it's true. I want to do a fiction podcast of some sort. That's like, I think that would be fun to do is to create, uh, like I have one that I listen to that's a, um, it's sort of like a, an improv, but they have a, they have an outline, but they do like a improv kind of sketch comedy type thing. You know, yeah. there's a couple like that. I think that'd be fun to do, but I, I don't think I'd want, I wouldn't want to do improv. I'd want it to be a script. Like I'd want to create like a, like like an old time radio show or something. Like serialized radio. Yeah, I thought that'd be kind of fun to do. Like to do a, a script. That's what I liked about the whole Battlestar podcast. It was like, well, the story's already written. All we have to do is just tell that story in podcast form. You know, what I mean, discuss the story. Um, right. You know, which would be much much easier than you know creating a script and hiring actors. But um, but like that would be like. But harder than this. Oh yeah, definitely harder than this. We got to take notes and stuff, and you know we'd have to take yeah. turns each week. Like, well, who's gonna be the outline runner of the show? Like, someone have to outline each episode, and you know, yeah. by scene. Or- you'd still have to watch an episode every week. Not that that's much of a chore, but you you do it to do your homework, right? Because you can't watch it. You can't watch two of them in, in 
you got to be like fresh, you know. It's like watch it and then talk about it. Like it's got to be like right in the yeah. right in the old crate. Well, yeah, you the probably have would to have to be whatever twice. they were going to record. Yeah. You have to watch that episode that you right. were talking about the day before. Yeah. So your yeah. Sundays are going to have to be clear. What if we just did MSC3K and we just played the audio of it and talked it, <laughs> watched it in real time and said, "What the? <laughs> Remember that show? Yeah, yeah, no. Mystery, Mystery Science, Science Theater, Theater three thousand. Oh, Mr. Sands Theater, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they're bringing it back. Yeah, yeah, every once in a while it pops up again. I don't know, I was never into it. I was never into it. Well, that's because you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing about opinions. <laughs> yep, yours are wrong. Yep, yeah, yours are wrong, yeah. exactly. All right. All right, let's wrap this up. Um, so, okay, great. Reminder, next week we'll read all the... the rev- or not next week, two weeks. Next week we will not have a podcast. two weeks so from now will be our final episode. Let's make that clear. I think it's June 22nd. And on that episode, we're going to read all of your reviews. So please go to iTunes and leave a review. It's your last chance for us to read it on the air. It has to be five stars or we won't. You can also write or send an uh, audio clip to info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com if you want us to receive the information that way and we want to read your any... Uh, final tips that you may have anything you wanted to always say to Phil and never had the courage to say uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do it um, do know, it do it do it uh, you know it. whatever we, we just want to make it about you uh, we're also going to read our our entire list of patrons and if you would like to be on that list for this final time you can go to patreon.com slash reclaimed audio and you can make a, a donation you would just join like you're going to join for a weekly thing but we're only going to bill one more time so Vote often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you can sign up for Patreon under multiple names. Use your children, your cousins, your aunts and uncles. Don't be afraid. Get creative with how many accounts you can join Patreon with. I'm yeah, just, just hack some Facebook accounts. You know, hack fifty thousand yeah. Facebook accounts. Whatever. Well, now they're going to be thinking that you're joking about the whole donation thing. Well, oh, let's, okay. let's walk oh, no, this no, back no. a little. This is serious. Let's we want your donations and as much and as many as you can afford. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, next next uh, two weeks, twenty twenty second ish, I think is the is the next one. We will record Monday the twenty first, and it will come out on the twenty second. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Wow. Right. Whew. Down to the wire. Wow. Yeah. Okay, guys. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Be good. <laughs>